This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Here you go. Here you go. Tragedy. The nothing personal word of the day for September 24th is tragedy. The tragedy I want to talk about and lead the show is the murder of Breonna Taylor. I want to be very clear that her death was a tragedy. That's a hard stop. There is no narrative and no lens that we can view the events of that night as anything other than tragedy. It's been about six months and the sports world has led the charge in calling for the arrest, the charge, if not the conviction of the officers, the officer who shot and killed Breonna Taylor. The quick backstory, if you don't know the story, is cops, police officers entered her apartment with what's called a no-knock warrant, which means you can just go in. It was late at night. It was a house that in theory had was occupied by a man who was the subject of the search warrant. There is question about whether or not the officers knocked. Did they? Did they not? Did they just walk in? We don't have all the facts. There's been a lot of different facts that have been reported. Then someone from inside that apartment started firing upon the police and the police fired back. Inside the apartment, Brianna Taylor was shot multiple times and died. Shots also were shot, guns and bullets were shot blindly into and through a wall into another apartment in the complex. Six months passed of investigation. The way it works when there is a police shooting If you are a qualified district attorney or attorney general, you investigate and you bring it to a grand jury. Let's explain what a grand jury is, because I believe that the sports world and the general public may have a misunderstanding of what the grand jury is. We are all entitled to a jury trial by jury, a jury of our peers, a grand jury let's say in New York, is made up of 24 of our peers. It is a hearing that doesn't have the same rules of evidence as a trial. It is a room where 24 citizens sit and they are given facts and they are given charges. The attorney general decides, or the district attorney, but in Louisville's case, it was the attorney general, decides which charges he or she wants to present to the grand jury, presents those charges, and then it is completely up to the grand jury whether there will be an indictment. An indictment is what is passed down from a grand jury 
to the district attorney or attorney general who then indicts the subject, arrests and indicts the subject. And that then leads to a trial with the jury of your peers. The grand jury process is secret by definition. We don't know what evidence was shown at the grand jury. We don't know the exact charges that the grand jury considered. What we do know in the Breonna Taylor case is that the grand jury decided that there was not enough to warrant indicting the officer who shot Breonna Taylor. Did they conclude that it was self-defense? When you do not indict someone on an intentional act, an intentional act of murder, by definition, what you're saying is, in this case, that the cops were fired upon first. You are ruling as a grand jury that you believe that the cops were not wrong to fire back. They did say the cops were wrong to fire blindly through a wall. That's a crime called wanton endangerment in Kentucky. New York may call it reckless endangerment. It's a lower level felony. Meaning you are endangering people you do not know, you do not see for a reason that you cannot enunciate. You've made an incorrect hypothesis. Sports world went absolutely, got furious. LeBron James, who has been a leader in this arena, making a difference, a tremendous difference, said that in his mind, the wall got justice. Breonna Taylor's family did not. The wall meaning the wall that was shot through. What LeBron did not think about is the role of the grand jury, how it actually works, nor was he willing or anybody willing to understand the point that while certain things in this world are tragic, that does not mean that they are criminal. We have a legal system in place, actually, to specifically discern whether something is criminal or simply tragic. There are avenues to explore for those impacted by tragic circumstances that do not rise to the level of criminality, and that is called a civil remedy. So when word came out that Breonna Taylor's family would be receiving approximately $12 million in a settlement from the Louisville Police Department, that was the remedy that the law holds for the family of a victim. We're going to talk about it later in the show, but this happens in medicine too. When there is medical malpractice, the remedy you have, it's not a crime in most cases. Michael Jackson's doctor did go to prison. He committed a crime. But below that, there are civil penalties where you can sue your doctor for malpractice. 
without it being a crime. Then there are examples in the world where tragedies happen and all we do is search for blame. We're going to talk about a movie where all people are doing is searching for blame and sometimes there is no blame. Sometimes people die on the operating table. Sometimes people get cancer and die. Some people have traffic accidents and die. And it's tragic every time. But it doesn't mean it's a crime. When the sports world is trying to be leaders here, it is critical for them to understand our system so they can help educate those who think that mob justice is our system, who think that taking to the streets in violent protest is a way to change the system. If you don't like Daniel Cameron as your black attorney general, Republican attorney general, vote him out. If you don't like the laws in your state, vote out your state legislators. If you don't like the way our country is run, vote out your president. We as citizens have the ultimate power to make a difference, and it's not by going on the streets and being violent. And I'm not saying we don't have a right to protest. A right to peaceful protest is inherent in the rights that we have as Americans. The right to a peaceful transition of government is a right that we have as Americans that's been going on for hundreds of years. People in sports have an amazing opportunity to stand on their platform. And LeBron did it and he slipped a little last night, but he's been doing it by getting people out to vote, by pouring money into organizations that are helping with criminal justice reform, that are helping keep kids off the streets, helping keep guns off the streets, helping put kids into after school programs, helping with jobs, helping people understand that there are choices to make other than committing crimes and going to prison that there are ways to get help when you are an addict that don't involve committing crimes. There are tremendous opportunities for sports to be leaders here. Standing on your soapbox and pretending that every tragedy is a crime and that this crime must have a villain and that villain must be brought to justice is doing a disservice to every day that we have going forward. Because with every sunrise comes an opportunity for incremental change. And that incremental change is where the sports leaders can help. Please understand, I don't know what happened in Louisville that night. And neither do you. There's only two people who know. Brianna Taylor and the policeman who shot her. They know. Only that policeman knows whether he was returning fire, even if the grand jury determined that they were, because no indictments were put forth. But only they know. Things that can be done to amend the criminal justice system, getting rid of no-knock warrants, not doing warrants at midnight, making sure you've got the right address, making sure you do enough due diligence. Those are things and 
steps that can all be taken. But guess what? We can prepare for everything and it will not stop every tragedy going forward. By definition, the minute the airplane was invented, airplane accidents were guaranteed. The minute the car was invented, car accidents were guaranteed. The minute guns are, were allowed to be held by civilians under the theory of the Second Amendment, gun deaths were going to happen. There's an outcry that Daniel Cameron did not do his job as attorney general. He did exactly his job. He investigated and brought this to a grand jury. He didn't have to do it that way. You can skip the grand jury. He brought it to the grand jury, 24 peers. Now that's the state level. Keep in mind, there is still a federal investigation. There could still be federal charges brought against the officers. Maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. But our focus should be on what we control and what we can do. You educate people about our system. You educate them about what to do to effectuate change. And you're sick of seeing players wear shirts that say vote. I'm not. You're sick of World Voter Registration Day. I'm not. You want to vote for Donald Trump, vote for Donald Trump. You want to vote for Joe Biden, vote for Joe Biden. But you make sure that you go all the way down that ballot. You think that your attorney general doesn't matter and you've never heard of him or her. Now you have. You think your local city councilman, city councilwoman doesn't matter. They do. Read your ballot top to bottom, bottom to top. Make sure you vote. Make sure your voice is heard because then you've got the power. We take the power. The tragedy of Breonna Taylor will not be in vain. The changes that have been made already, the attention that has been brought to police brutality and how to work on taking care of just the few of the bad apples who exist, the work that's being done to make efforts to incrementally improve systemic racism that has existed for hundreds of years. All of that progress has been made with all of the platforms that these athletes have. They're using them. LeBron is using his. I couldn't be more proud that he is. To the family, Breonna Taylor. I couldn't be more sorry about the tragedy that you suffered. Her death, Breonna's death could have been avoided. But it wasn't. And there's nothing that we can do to bring her back. What we can do is do our best to have as few Brianna Taylors or anybody being shot and killed going forward. You know, back in the sports world, there are, uh, there are always arguments going on. There's always team presidents and GMs arguing with their owners, arguing with the commissioner's office, arguing with players, arguing with agents. Everyone's arguing because they're trying to take advantage of certain rights they have under agreements. You give someone, you know that expression, give me an inch, I'll take a foot. Did that for 18 years. You give me one little opening, I'm going to put my finger in that opening, then my hand, then up to my elbow, then my shoulder, my whole body's in. You don't even know what hits you. 
The Major League Baseball Players Association is very aware that presidents do as I do. And they're very careful to make sure that they close as many doors as possible at all times. Yesterday, in a very strange turn of events, because most GMs are not willing to be as public as Dayton Moore was. Dayton Moore is the GM of the Kansas City Royals. Came from the Atlanta Braves, spent a long time there. He's been with the Royals for quite a while. Coke, I actually don't know whether Dayton Moore was the GM when they won the World Series in 2000. And I think it was 15 over the Mets or 16 over the Mets. I'm not sure. That was with Eric Hosmer and Lorenzo Kane. I don't know if you remember that series. Can't remember the year. Can't remember the GM. But let's pretend it was Dayton Moore. But I don't know. He had some scathing words for the Major League Baseball Players Association. And here's why. What's happening now, remember we've talked about the fact that there's no minor league season? All of those prospects in every system, all 30 teams, they have been twiddling their thumbs, hitting into a net in their backyard, going to cages in their neighborhood, and trying to stay as fit as possible, but they've lost a year of development. Above them, there's been the alternate site at the major league level. Remember, there's 28 players on the major league team. There's a taxi squad that travels. And then there's the alternate site. You keep seeing John Doe was called up from the alternate site. The alternate site has been acting like an extended spring training. They play simulated games. They do drills. But that's only for people on the big 60-man roster. There are still prospects not on that 60-man roster. And everyone at the 60-man bonus pool, the roster, not all of those guys are on the 40-man roster. The 40-man roster are 40 players that each team has that are covered by the collective bargaining agreement. The other 20 players in the alternate site are not covered by any agreement. They're not part of the union at all. Well, teams now are beginning something called Instructional League. Instructional League for me was always a line item. It was about half a million dollars. Our baseball people wanted it because following the minor league season, which would always end September 1, our baseball people would want an extra month of work for the minor leaguers, those not called up to the major leagues. Remember, there's something called September call-ups where you get these minor leaguers who play at the big league level. Well, when there are no call-ups, if you have not been called up, baseball people want to continue the development of those players to do it. They want to do it in a structured way, organized, eyes on them, called instructional league. You bring in your minor league coaches, minor league managers, coordinators, bring in the prospects, let them play for the extra month. This year, it's even more important to have instructional league because there was no minor league season. The union has decided that the only people who can go to instructional league, the only players are players who are not on a 40-man roster. Only non-40-man roster players can go to instructional league. In a normal year, This is not a segment on nothing personal, although we're not even a year old. So last instructional league, we weren't around. So this is our first instructional league. So every year that nothing personal deals with the instructional league, this is an issue. But before nothing personal was born, it never mattered. We would never bring 40-man roster players, rarely bring 40. I never want to say never, rarely bring 40-man roster players to instructional league. It's for guys you just drafted who had a shortened minor league season because they were negotiating their signing bonus and they may have only played a couple weeks. 
prospects at the lower level who you may consider inviting to spring training the following season. You want to get them extra work. Well, the Kansas City Royals said, well, wait a minute. We want players on our 40-man roster to go to Instructional League because they've asked us to go. They have not gotten the reps that they wanted to get because there was no minor league season. They've been at the alternate site hanging around or they've been up at the major league level getting a few at-bats instead of actually playing every day at the minor league level. They want to go play. The union said no. Dayton Moore was pissed. So pissed that he gave a quote. When told that his 40-man roster players could not go to Instructional League, unless, by the way, can we do a quick side note, Coca? There was one small, tiny amendment to the memo that the 40-man roster players can go, but they have to be paid at their regular rate, like as though the major league season had continued. Never going to happen. Normally, you go to Instructional League and you're paid a per diem, and that's it. You get food, shelter, fire, the three things you need. Dayton Moore, that's the dysfunction in the game. I'm not a labor attorney. I'm not negotiating the next basic agreement. My job is simply to provide opportunities for players to play baseball. That's all we've tried to do. No agenda. Very innocent. And for whatever reason, we have labor attorneys once again deciding who gets to play baseball and who doesn't get to play baseball when a kid just simply wants to put the damn uniform on and go play. Dayton's frustrated. Dayton's a little ignorant because he's ignoring the fact that those labor attorneys who are deciding are not thinking just about Instructional League. When the union takes a position on something, remember the story about putting one finger in the door, then the arm, then the elbow, shoulder, your whole body's in? The union is so careful to protect the rights. It's for your players, Dayton. The, he, the union protects players from themselves. That's its job. That's what attorneys do in general. They protect clients from making mistakes. The union felt compelled to send a memo to agents who were angry. For some teams, it appears that only non 40 man roster players are being invited, but for other teams, 40 man roster players are being invited as well. And while these camps are being advertised by most clubs as voluntary, quote unquote, We have heard from several sources that players are being pressured to attend and also that several players fear adverse consequences from club decision makers if they choose to instead to return home. Bingo. They came out and said it. The union will not give the right to GMs to pressure players to do anything extra that doesn't involve them getting paid at their regular rate, who are part of a union. Dayton Moore said, we're not pressuring anybody. The players came to us. Doesn't matter. Do I think it's possible? Do I think it's possible that Dayton Moore and other GMs have told players, hey, you may want to go to Instruction League and get some reps if you want a better opportunity next season. That's not possible. That's a guarantee. We've pressured players left, right, and center. 
Don't play winter ball. You're telling me you want to play winter ball. We're going to stop you from playing winter ball. You don't want to go instructional league. Fine. You're going to be passed up by players who do. You don't want to take extra work. No problem. Good luck. Have a nice career. You're damn right. We pressure our employees. We need to know, do you want to be a player or not? Do you want to improve or not? Can we count on you or not? From the union standpoint, they know very well that teams are pressuring players to go to instructional league because they want to see their players play and they want other teams to see their players play because part of the issue with trades this season is you never got to see anyone but people in the 60-man pool. It made trades more difficult. It is critical that players play. The union under no scenario is going to give in on this. I promise you that. And players will be punished. I promise you that. It'll be very quiet. No GM will ever come out publicly. I never did as president and say, yeah, we're not calling that guy up. You know why? He didn't go to instructional league. No, you won't do it that way. It's much more quiet. And believe me, it's much more effective. All right, Coca. Speaking of total malpractice and insanity, what do you got for me today? You know what I want? <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. Thank you for downloading and subscribing to Nothing Personal. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about it wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you subscribe on YouTube. Please hit the red subscribe button on the Nothing Person with David Sampson channel. And I'm giving you another instruction, please. Pretty please with a cherry on top. We do this end of month mailbag pod. It's coming at the end of September where I'll answer questions that you put into an, a review on Apple. If you don't have Apple, send me the question at Instagram at David P. Sampson or at Twitter at David P. Sampson. And I'll try to work it into either a So You Want to Talk to Samson or into the mailbag end of month pod. I got a question yesterday that you knew I was going to talk about. The audience, the listeners are really paying attention to what this show is. They know when something happens, it's going to make the show. Question in So You Want to Talk to Samson. Would you fire your team doctor if you were president of the Chargers? Do you know what we're talking about here? Ever heard of a player named Tyrod Taylor? You have because he's the number one quarterback for the Chargers. The number two quarterback was the number uh, one pick or number two pick in the draft in the NFL. His last name is Herbert. Hebert? Herbert? I want to say Justin Hebert, but I could be wrong. It could be Justin Herbert, or it may not be Justin, but it could be Justin Herbert. And I think we may have a wait to see that Justin Herbert will have more touchdown passes than Tua this season, Justin Herbert ended up playing through a touchdown pass and everyone said, what happened to Taylor? Word came out yesterday that the Los Angeles Chargers team doctor, wait for it, accidentally punctured quarterback Tyrod Taylor's lung just before kickoff. Now, they weren't punching each other. They weren't like doing an MMA fight. What was going on is what goes on before a lot of games. I've heard of Toradol. Toradol is the thing that I took running seven marathons in seven days on seven continents. It masks pain. 
very dangerous to take long term. It totally messes up your body. But if you get a shot of Toradol, you can run through a wall and say, did I even get scratched? You can have a compound fracture in your ankle and say, wow, it looks like my bone is outside my ankle. Hmm. You can burn your hand, dislocate your shoulder, and the show goes on. It's magic. It's Toradol. Pitchers get Toradol before they pitch. Players get Toradol in football before they go play. Hey, don't worry, that didn't hurt. God, that looked bad. Nope, didn't feel a thing. Well, the Los Angeles Chargers team doctor was administering a pain-killing injection to the quarterback's cracked ribs. Mm. Injection to kill the pain. I'll bet you dollar was toward all, but we're never going to know because of H-I-double-P-A. Say it with me. Heepa! Takes the needle into the cracked ribs. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, punctured lung. Holy shnikes. That's no bueno. Here's how the phone call goes to the president of the Chargers. It comes from the trainer to the GM. GM calls the president. President calls the owner because there's no way the GM's calling the owner directly. Uh, we got a problem. Taylor can't go today. He's hurt. What happened? Uh, you won't believe this, but his lung got punctured by uh, the doctor. No way. It can't be. I'm going right down to the locker room. I'm going to speak to Taylor. I'm going to make sure he's being taken care of, whether he has to go to the hospital, whether his lung's been reinflated, whether he's going to be okay. That's my first stop. And then I'm going to speak to the doctor, and I'm going to ask him a very simple question. Would you like a duffel or a rolling bag? That's all I'm curious about. Over-the-shoulder duffel or the rolling bag? Because the clubby is packing your stuff and you are no longer our team doctor. Period. I'm not, this goes back, right? Is this a tragedy? No. Is this malpractice? Yes. Is this a civil suit? We're not going to file a civil suit as an organization. If Taylor ends up never being able to play football again, he will most certainly file a suit against the doctor and collect from the doctor's malpractice insurance. If we have a sponsorship deal with this group of doctors, and we need to work with this group of doctors because we have taken the money over the level of care, then I'm still going to choose and switch doctors because that doctor will never hold a needle in front of one of our players again, ever. That is not one, two, three strikes, you're out. That is one and done. Game over. I don't want to hear it. No, no, it was very confusing because I wanted to really get him in there to play because he was in a lot of pain. I was doing this for the Chargers, man. No, I would absolutely let go of the doctor for the Chargers. It's going to be very interesting to see what the Chargers do. That said, don't be shocked. You cannot have a team doctor puncturing lungs, trying to do a shot of Toradol or whatever they're doing to get those players ready to play. 
I've had a lot of issues with team doctors in the past where players have been upset with team doctors. They want a second opinion. They want a third opinion. They think the team doctors have a direct line to the front office. And that if the players go to the team doctors and complain, the doctors go to the trainer, the doctors go to the owner and they say, Hey, this guy's a wussy. This guy's complaining. I've seen all that in 18 years. I've never seen team doctor operate on the wrong leg. I've never seen a team doctor misdiagnose. I've seen team doctors be too conservative. I've seen team doctors be too quick to the knife. But I have not seen anything that rises to this level before. And in the spirit of what we started talking about on the show, I don't have all the facts. I'm only telling you based on what I know, what I read. There's certainly more to learn. Thank you for the So You Want to Talk to Samson. When we get back, man, it's another tragedy. This becomes sort of a show of tragedies and potential avoidable death. We'll be right back. Space Week will continue. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome back. We're doing space movies. You know, I watch movies every day. I watch shows, TV shows. I love it. So we... Reviewed a beautiful planet after the Samson sit down with Terry Verts. If you haven't downloaded that and listened to it, it's fascinating. The guy's an astronaut. There's a four part series that just came out on Netflix. It's called Challenger Final Flight. The Challenger was a space shuttle, a space shuttle that Terry Verts piloted. He didn't pilot the Challenger. The Challenger exploded in 1986. In a horrific tragedy, killing all seven astronauts aboard. There's a four-part miniseries. The Challenger exploding is one of those moments in time that you know where you were. If you were born and old enough to be in school, 
you know where you were. If you were born after, it's as though it happened 100 years ago. The Challenger was a fascinating mission because it had the first civilian teacher going into space. Her name was Christina McAuliffe. She was selected to become a civil astronaut, if you will. She was going to teach classes from space. I was a senior in high school at the time. Every single class at Horace Mann in New York watched the liftoff of the Challenger. It was live on every network. There had been a buildup because this teacher was going into space. There was huge excitement surrounding the the space shuttle program at this point in time. It launches, it clears the tower. They get ready for solid rocket boost separation. And then all of a sudden, there's an explosion. I remember clear as day what I thought when I saw it. I said, oh, that's not good, but it looks like the rocket ship is okay. It turned out what I was looking at was the solid rocket booster that was still in flight. The Challenger orbital vehicle had exploded, and we were all watching it. The miniseries goes into why, because when people die, someone has to be blamed. There was huge hearings in Washington, government hearings, a cry for justice. I think the second African-American ever in space was on that shuttle. Maybe the first Hispanic astronaut ever in space was on that shuttle. The teacher. But there were seven human souls who lost their life. As time passed, the blame was put on a mechanical defect in the solid rocket boosters in one of the seals. They call it an O-ring. There were weather issues during the liftoff. It was cold. I remember seeing the icicles that morning. They showed the icicles on the launch pad. I never thought that was a big deal. Sometimes when things happen, you don't necessarily know who to blame. And sometimes it's hard to blame anybody. One of the lines from this four-part series, which I encourage you to watch to learn about the Challenger, to learn about the stories of the men and women who risked their lives to explore space for us, to help us and help humanity. One of the men who was in charge of saying, go, no, go for launch, and he said, go for launch. Now it's 40, is it 44? 34 years later, he looked at the camera and said, When you are exploring space, you have to know that there are risks involved and sometimes those risks cannot be mitigated and they will lead to tragedy. The deaths of the astronauts were tragic. But when you are trying to do something that's never been done, those are the chances you are taking. The brave people, and we're going to review another space movie tomorrow, and you can bet your bippy that there's some tragedy involved there as well, because when there's space, that's the risk. An unbelievable movie. I'll give you a preview. It's called The Right Stuff. Men and women who are willing to fly vehicles that have never been flown, to drive cars that have never been flown, to pilot 
spaceships that have gone further than we've ever gone before. Those are the chances we're taking. Challenger, the final flight. It's four parts. Please check it out. You will learn something. It's fascinating. Thank you. All right, we have a uh, under a week to go in baseball, and every day there's unbelievable MLB headlines. So I want to go through a few things that happened yesterday. You realize, of course, a week from now, it's possible teams will be eliminated from the playoffs already because we'll be having game three of the AL wildcard, which would be a deciding game three, winner you go home, or a game two of the NL wildcards, which, by the way, could be a sweep. It's a two out of three, don't forget. The San Diego Padres are lined up in the number four seed. They're locked in in the National League. Nothing to play for. They can't be a top three seed. Those go to the three division winners. They've clinched the number five, the number four seed. As far as I know, I don't have the standings in front of me, but I think I'm right. They sent out Mike Clevenger, their huge offseason, not offseason, their huge trade deadline acquisition from the Cleveland Indians, who, by the way, also made the playoffs. Well, he's got a biceps injury, left the game. He may miss the whole postseason. What a nightmare for the Padres. Whoever finishes in second place in the N, I was about to say the NFC East, in the NL East or the NL Central, whoever has the best record of those two teams right now, Cardinals v. Marlins, it could be Cardinals v. Phillies. It could be Reds v. Phillies, Reds, Marlins. It's all up in the air over the next four days. It's quite exciting. They will be playing the Padres in San Diego because San Diego is the fourth seed. We'll have home court advantage, but no fans. The Padres are vulnerable. The risk of acquiring pitching at the deadline is that they do not perform for you during the playoffs. The ultimate nightmare. And he got hurt too late to get replaced. Playoff rosters are set. You can only replace injured players from those in your pool already. In regular seasons, the playoff roster is set August 31st. You have an injury September 15th. You are SOL. On the other spectrum, you've got a pitcher named Trevor Bauer, who on three days rest went eight innings, said, I'm going to win the Cy Young, tweeted that he wants the Cy Young, and has somehow made it so the Reds are now in playoff position. If I'm the Dodgers, I am D-B-R, despondent beyond repair. I do not want the Reds to be the number eight seed. Please let it be the Giants. Please let it be the Phillies. Please let it be the Marlins. Not the Reds. I don't want to face Trevor Bauer in game one. I don't want to face Luis Castillo in game two and Sonny Gray in game three. Because I could be home a week from today. The best team in baseball. Trevor Bauer is going to be someone we talk about a lot. He has got a mouth on him. I would know. I don't mind people have mouths on them. But I remember things that he said. Remember Trevor Bauer is the guy who said, I'm not taking a long-term deal. Trevor Bauer is a free agent who could command a Steven Strasburg type deal. I would never give it to him under any scenario. He has said over and over, I'm going year by year, and that's it, year by year. All right. We are testing that, Mr. Trevor Bauer, because if you're offered $200 million and you say, no, I'll just take a one-year $40 million deal, I will say, wow, wow, congratulations, you're a man of principle. 
and an idiot. My wait to see, you know we do a wait to see, right? You know what the wait to see is, don't you? Please. The wait to see is we tell you what's going to happen. When it doesn't happen, we acknowledge it. Hey, it didn't happen. When it does happen, we say, hey, remember when I said this? It did happen. On August 6, 2020, over a month ago, a month and a half ago, I had a wait to see that the Marlins would finish 10 games behind the Yankees. Well, they're not going to. The Marlins, with their manager of the year and executive of the year, and Don Mattingly and Mike Hill, are going to finish well within 10 games, even if they lose their next four and they've lost four in a row, even if they end on an eight-game losing streak. That is a no. My wait to see today, Trevor Bauer, you did it. You're in your free agent year, and you will be the National League Cy Young Award winner. Congratulations, Trevor Bauer. Nothing personal pick of the day. God, did we get our ass kicked. Celtics minus three. Nope. Heat are up three to one. The Miami Heat with Pat Riley and Eric Spolster, best executive, best coach. They just are. No superstars. Their first round pick who's 20 years old from Kentucky. Tyler Hero, 37 points. They beat the Celtics. They're better than the Celtics. I'm excited to get that way to see, right, that the Heat are going to the finals. I just didn't think they'd win this game. We're 20 and 14. I'm calling for a 2-2 tie in the Western Conference Finals. I still believe, I'm sorry, Ruben, and I know you got great kicks. I think the Nuggets are a better team than the Lakers right now with Jokic and Murray. And we're still getting six points. I'm going to ride them again. Nothing personal pick of the day. All right. I'm closing the show with the following thing that happened. When you change a game time to allow your patrons to drink alcohol, you are my kind of league. I'm lucky enough to have been to Liverpool with the Cultural Exchange Club and watched a Manchester United Liverpool game. Love it. EPL games, they're two hours on the nose. It's not three hours. It's not one hour. It's two hours. You know what you're getting. Well, Boris Johnson, who you know is the prime minister of the UK, COVID is again spreading in the UK. Boris Johnson said, I know what to do. We are closing all pubs as of 10 p.m. every night. I'm not sure what the hell that does, but that's what he's doing. Well, the Arsenal-Liverpool match, which takes place this Monday, September 28th, is due to start at 8.15 p.m. local time, which means it's due to end at 10.15 p.m. local time. Which means that everyone who watches in the pub, which rest assured, that is a lot of people getting snookered on multiple pints. They'd have to leave with 15 minutes to go in the match. So you know what they did in the EPL? Bless their soul. They move the game time up 15 minutes. The game is going to start at 8 p.m. and end at 10 p.m. So when the game ends, the pub closes, everyone leaves. It's perfect. It'll be total mayhem. How great is that? You know what? Either you know you're dealing with business or you don't. And when it comes to Arsenal Liverpool, there's one thing that it is. It's nothing personal.
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.